0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the TraderCobb Crypto Show. Today, I have a guest, somebody who I really have been wanting to speak to for a long time for my own personal benefit, but also for yours. I've got Lockie Stewart, or Lachlan Stewart here. Now, Lachlan is a coach of one thing, and he's also got the, the man that can meetups for men. And um, I really want to touch on some of these subjects that we see in the cryptocurrency, crypto asset space. We have recently, you know, seen some pretty negative stuff out there from some people that have lost their battle uh, and it's been very, very sad. And for anybody out there as well who's struggling uh, with anything, we want to bring this to you to help you to understand that you're not on your own and that it's going to be okay and that we can help you. So thank you so much for your time, Lachlan, on this very important subject. Thanks for having me in and I'm really excited to discuss it and, you know, bring some of the uh, issues
1: to the forefront with a lot of your listeners as well that we know that not only for the crypto world,
0: for everyday men, um, we're challenged with. So listen, first things first, I mean, we, we had, a, had a brief sort of conversation before uh, we came on to hit record and, you know, it was re- really about life. It doesn't, it doesn't go straight up. It doesn't go straight down. Sometimes it can feel like it's doing both. It, it tends to be a yellow brick road that you wander and deviate from and it's okay to do that. So what were you doing and what made you sort of get into the coaching and, and, the, and the, I suppose the desire to be spending your time helping others?
1: I think it's exactly that. It's, it's not linear. Um, I grew up thinking that it was. So uh my background was, I wanted to be a professional rugby player. I had the opportunity to uh, go overseas and play. And then obviously it came crashing down. And during that, obviously I realized it wasn't just, mm. you know, you get, you get signed and it all happens just like we all think in our careers, we land our great job or we meet that perfect partner and we think it's going to be smooth sailing. Um So I think, through all my experiences and ups and downs and battle with depression, um, my brother, you know, family has suffered or been challenged with it. It got me into a point where I came out the other side and I learned a heap of valuable lessons for myself. Um, and naturally, I was just talking to people and then I was like, maybe I can actually do this as a, as a career because I seem to, you know, I've shared my whole experience on Instagram and people have uh, been attracted to that and asked me questions. So then I was like, let's look into this a little bit further. So I think it was sort of natural progression um, for myself, from my own experiences, to then end up end up in the coaching space.
0: Wow! So you uh you? I mean, how was it feeling after when you were in your code? Like, and was it rugby union or rugby league? By the way, I played played both actually. So okay. I went between them, but over in Europe I was playing the union. Okay. Good man. We'll, we'll stick with that. So, <laughs> <laughs> so look at, you know, you've, you've been through that now you, you said that you, 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 and your family had 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 some um, struggles with depression or at least dealt with that was, yep. was the, was the catalyst, I suppose, for your most recent, well, it might not be the most recent, but your just decision to really get into helping others. Was that because you came off of, off of a contract, came back to Australia and it, it, your, your life didn't work out the way it was meant to and your thought at the time, is that sort of what, Kick. Yeah,
1: that's that's exactly what happened. When I uh, moved back, my whole identity was Lockie, the rugby player. Mm. And I, I know a lot of men especially can relate to that because they're like, I'm, um, you know, Darren the bread, but like the, the lawyer or the crypto trader or the dad, or, you know, we've all become these titles. Mm. Um, and along the way we lose ourselves or we never really find ourselves. So that's what happened. And I got into drugs, alcohol, uh, you know, the usual thing, the addictive traits to sort of, get away from my life um, because it was too, too scary to realize that I wasn't who I thought I was, you know, the rugby player. Um, so, you know, yeah, that was what really triggered me to go, okay, well, I found myself. And it was a long process. And I had help and I had mentors and I just had to face myself. Um, but when I realized oh, I can do it, you know, and I, obviously everyone's situation is unique and different, but I know that personal experience and helping people actually think about where they're at, why, they are having certain emotions and who they actually are can help bring them back. Like can help them reignite that passion and purpose for wanting to live and wanting to be a better individual or a better father, a better man essentially.
0: Yeah, um, it's, it's, it's interesting the catalysts that we have that we, you know, a lot of people turn to that drugs and alcohol thing and people say, oh, he's got a drug problem. It's probably not a drug problem. It's probably a life problem. It's, a, it's an identity crisis. It's a how do I fit into the world? Everyone thought I was this. I thought I was this. And, and if you do go down that dark path, whether it be drinking, drugs, sex, um, whatever it may be, if you, you're doing that for a sense of being. And in that moment, you have a sense of being because you're either doing X, Y, or Z. Now, none of these things are you know, really positive, everything in, in moderation, of course, if that's the way you want to live your life. But it, often, we don't see the moderation for somebody who's going through depression. You're either, you're either, it's almost like a bipolar type thing. You're on drugs, so you're high as a kite, or you're not, and you're really, really down low. So what, this identity issue that we see out there with men at the moment, I mean, some of the statistics around suicide in men, uh, in this country in particular, and I'm sure it's very similar uh, around the rest of the world because uh, we do have a global audience. So it's, uh, why do you think that, that men are uh, at the forefront of, of pain at the moment, because there seems to be such a big movement about women, the me too movement, the empowering of women, you know, there's a huge amount going on for women at the moment. And, and look, I'm, I don't think that that should change by the way. I'm not suggesting that we should ever change. I think it's a really good progression of our society to be more inclusive. Uh, To what women do because they do everything just as good, if not better than men, depending on who they are. So why do you think it is that men are having a bit of a hard time at the moment and um, those statistics are so far skewed uh, in the favour of, well, not the favour you want it to be?
1: I think we've lost ourselves. You know, we've been and – it's been natural progressions from the generation before us. You know, our parents grew up saying, all right, real men don't cry. Mm. Um, You don't share your emotions. You've got to be tough, toughen up. And as a result of that, we've become suppressed, right? We haven't been able to uh, express our emotions. The only way I knew how to express emotion was through anger or violence. That was it. And obviously, they don't bring you very good things. So, as a result of that, you know, we're now at the point where men are seeing, you know, obviously, social media, um, all these platforms are showing us what life can be like, and we're stuck. We don't know how to communicate. So, I, I feel like we're literally at stage one again, where it's like. As men, for one, we have to figure out who we are. Mm. And it's like, because real men don't cry. Real men are tough. And it's like, not not all men, like tough is what you make it, right? It doesn't matter. Real men can cry. Like showing emotion is incredible. We are human beings, just as like you said with females, they do things incredibly well. And we can learn so much from them in terms of being in tune with our emotion. It doesn't make you, you know, a pussy or what, you know, all those derogatory terms that we put with it through being vulnerable and showing emotion, right? Actually, crying was one of the best things I ever did. Like, it's emotion. And when I feel um, sadness or, you know, go through the downtime, just like it sucks, but it's an emotion. And being able to understand that that's human, I'm not less of a man for experiencing that. I'm not less of a man for talking about that. It actually makes me more of a man because I can help other men going through it. it.
0: It's okay. Yeah, I- You're comfortable to do it. That's, that's a big thing is the comfort. Like i like you said, the crying thing, like, so well, I go through a hard time. I've got two kids and a missus. Like this is life. This is what happens. We all go through hard times. Money doesn't make you happy. Um, circumstances just a lot of people think once I get this, and this is another thing that I see as well. Once I get to that, well guess what you work so hard and you get to that. And then you really realize that that is not what you were seeking yep. in the first place. You can have that, now, if you can shift that headspace, and I'm still trying to work that out myself, right? So for me, I find it really difficult to cry. I would There's been plenty of times where I said to my partner, she'll, 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 dry, she'll cry at the opening of a bloody, she'll open an envelope and it will like make a silly sound. She'll cry, right? She's really, really yeah. touched with her emotional side. Whereas I, I really find it difficult. And, and for me, what I have done in the past, like when a when member of family has passed, when I do cry, it's felt amazing. But I can't seem to find this um, part of me that, is a, that allows me to express that emotion, what I do is I usually get angry uh, or I just go insular. I just go, it's like a tortoise, pulls all, everything in and I just hide away yep. and I just go, I don't want to speak to anybody, just go away, leave me alone. I'm going to deal with this. And I internalize all of that, which just makes things worse. So how do we get in touch with that? If, if we've been conditioned for so long that, you know, I don't think it's wrong to cry, but I struggle to do it. And I'd love to be able to do it more. How do we, how do we get in touch with that if, if, if we don't naturally or if we've been conditioned otherwise? Is there a way? Yep.
1: Yeah. And obviously everyone's different and unique and what you know, the levels of crying and when it's necessary and needed is, is different. Because um, I don't cry a whole heap as well. And when I do, I still don't cry in public. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, but I, I, there'll be times where I'll just go up to my room and just let it happen. And what, it, what it's come down to for me from my own personal experiences, understanding who I am as an individual and why I need to experience these emotions, right? Why I need to experience sadness, because sadness is still important. Like you said, it's Mm -hmm. it's, it's part of life. We're on this rollercoaster, this yellow brick road. Yeah. So how can you experience full fulfillment and happiness if you're not allowing yourself to experience full sadness, um, emotion? You know what I mean? You can't have one without... It's like um, crypto, right? Like it, one day it's up at twelve thousand dollars, and then the next day it's down at four yeah. thousand dollars. It does the same thing we do as, as emotion. Yeah. And we we have to get to a point where it's like, and you don't have to do it in public. Find a place where you can actually be with yourself and think about what you're experiencing. When I go through depression, I my, my partner knows it's like I'll sit in my room and it's just like I I need to be alone today. Mm. And it's Probably not always the best thing if I sit there for a long time, but I need to sit there in sorrow sometimes and just be there and be in that. And I give myself the time to experience it, and then I start thinking, Why am I actually what in my life is so bad that it's put me here? And that's when you start overcoming the problems or the, the challenges in your life. Rather than for me, it could have been, oh, I feel sad, I'm going to go get on the bottle or on you know, on some drugs or something like that, right? Like, yeah. so actually allowing yourself a space and i know a lot of guys don't like hearing the safe space stuff but just giving yourself a place where you can go chill out, even go for a walk yeah and just start thinking about like why am i feeling like this
0: i own the feeling accept yeah. what it is but the one thing i find because I, I go through these peaks and troughs like everybody else you know for me you know sometimes when i'm feeling really crappy about things i'll sit there and i'll be like okay because i'm a logic driven person i'm a checklist based yep. person like i'm I, my personality of who I am um, is flippant, it's flamboyant, it's, it's spontaneous, which is the total opposite of what I need to be when I'm running a business. You know, Trading is another business of mine as well, obviously, it was, it was the first one. So for me, like, I look at everything logically. So I can be laying in my hammock out, outside and um, and just be thinking to myself, okay, I, I feel terrible right now. I just, I just feel terrible. I'm going to be by myself. I'll put some music on and I'll just swing in the old hammock and um, and listen to that music. And I'll think to myself, nothing's really that bad. So I'll, I'll bullet point things out and I'll, I'll, I'll do it in my head or I'll do it in a notebook in my phone here. And and as you go through them, you read back through them and you go, everything's great. It's just your head that's being a dickhead. So let it be a dickhead. It's, you're going to get over it. It's going to be okay. Everything is actually going well. You're just having a rough period. So then I'll tell the people around me that I am having a rough period. So just ease up. This guy's a little bit annoyed, uh, you know i I've got a short fuse at the moment, so just chill out right just be cool, understand that I'm here and i've helped I've found that that happens to help a great deal when the people around you understand that um okay, Craig's having a tough day today, you know don't be an asshole <laughs> yeah it's simple it's communication that's it that's it It's the communication side, so leaning on that communication side is that something that we as gentlemen don't do quite so well when it comes to the issues that uh maybe not so um great as you know your conquests uh, of women when you're talking to your mates at a pub or whatever it else might be making money lifting weights i don't know manly things right and i'm probably doing the wrong thing and talking to stereotypes by saying those things but you get my point right so yep. is, is that we is that when we as men miss out on that communication of things that are serious to us personally and mentally Definitely. I
1: feel it's, it's a massive gap, right? So the the, the, You OK? Day is a perfect example, right? So Mm. it's fantastic for raising awareness and they've done an amazing job. That's one day a year. What's happening in the 364 days of the year? And what would happen to you, right? You jump on the bandwagon of You OK? Post it on social media, ask a a mate. For one, if you're only asking me one day a year how I am, we don't have rapport. I'm not going to tell you how I am. And if I do, by chance, happen to turn around and go, actually, I'm not really well, most of us don't know what to do next.
0: Yeah, well, that's the thing, isn't it?
1: We don't have that level of communication with each other to actually understand and deal with emotions. And once again, that can all be learned. But until we start having conversations and getting put in that situation where you're stumped and you're like, I don't know what to say next, how are we ever going to grow through that? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, all of my mates you know, obviously don't have enough time to be best mates with everyone. But like, if you've got a small group of mates, like surely you should check in on them and actually just, how are you going? Oh, work's being crazy. Cool. But how are you going? Like what's happening in your life?
0: Yeah. Not just, not just how is everything going? How are you? It's, it's gotta be, it's gotta be a poignant question of I'm asking about you. I'm not asking about business. I'm not asking about your wife. I'm not asking about your kids. I'm not asking about your business. I'm not asking about your surfing. How are you? Are you okay, buddy? That's something that I think is a really, really important phrase to say. So that's one thing that we all need to do more. Now, this is male or female, by the way. We we are talking a lot to the male side here because the statistics, unfortunately, are leaning towards that side, having a greater issue. Um, So that's the reason why we're going down that path. But, I mean, a lot of people... Um, I don't think I know what to look for either. Everybody, because everyone that you, know, you speak to, they go, oh, I can't believe that person is like that because everything seems to be so wonderful. And everything always seems to be wonderful. How many people you know, are sitting back at home posting on social media themselves crying or or you know they just you know just crap like that's not how this operation works all right unless you're really into that sort of person you're real dark you're an emo-ish type person i'm not sure if i've just upset that whole community i'm sorry if i did i don't know these things (laughs) uh don't hate me for i don't know um what what can we look out for what what are some of the because there's there's different levels of, of of depression there's different levels of struggle um there's people that are having a hard time that are feeling blue and then there's people that are you know really really in a very vulnerable vulnerable and very dangerous position are there certain things that we as friends family and colleagues can start to be a bit more aware of what, what are the things that we should be looking out for for the people that are around us to really maybe take them aside and go hey are, are you like i know you, i don't know you all that well but are you like is everything okay and just just yep. that one little opening can sometimes change a, change someone's life or save a life
1: yeah it, it literally should be a part of most conversations like if you're seeing anyone at any point in time like don't just settle for that superficial chat of how are you good ask open-ended questions because that's going to lead you to what's really going most people want events nearly every single person wants events so if you give them the opportunity it's going to come out but a few things and i've got the um australian Mental health report card here because it got released last week for men's health week and there's some crazy statistics right and like it was scary to see them but at the same time like you just said it provides us with so many warning signs for mates or men and women from what to look for. Right. So based on the coronal reports, male suicides in Australia, and I'll just dot off some twice as likely to be, I'll go 3.5 times more likely to be uh, linked to relationship issues. Right. So if you've got a mate um, or anyone who's going through a tough point or a breakup or something like that, generally that's a sign that you should be offer a bit more support and sort of be a bit closer because as we don't know how to communicate what the what we're going through, mm. right? Four times more likely to be uh, linked to child custody issues. So, if obviously, after the relationship, uh, challenges dealing with kids. Um, five times more likely to be linked to pending or recent unemployment. Okay, so bring that back to financial stress. Yep. Um, nine times more likely to be linked to legal issues, right? That's just a part of business and it's probably... Life twelve times more likely to be linked to money issues, right? How many people do you know in your life that is going? Everyone's got money. Most people have got money issues, relationship issues, huge. Yep. And I'm not just talking about male or like love relationships. Like, let's talk friendships as well. Exactly. So they're all they're all signs in themselves, and the statistics proving that right? And fi- money being the biggest thing, yeah. and right? Being in the crypto world, it's like you're dealing with money, right? Why is money the big issue? And when, when you think about it, money is it's a thing. Mm-hmm. What do we want money for? What, what, what sort of value does it add to your life? There comes a point where in my opinion, a lot of the people I work with is like you get greedy, it's like you make a bit of money and you make the amount of money that you thought would be like, like you said, and then you're like, Oh, that's not enough. Let's go to the next one. Because we don't have this umbrella effect of what we actually want from life in terms of um, relationships, lifestyle, finances, um, purpose, you know, all those sorts of things. Um, So if we bring that back, it's like, okay, money is causing a huge amount of grief, but let's help men bring it back to what they actually want money for. Mm. Right. what what role does it play in their life rather than being a stressor
0: that makes perfect sense and i think one of the one of the big things especially for for this audience as well as other audiences because you know in crypto a lot of the people that uh, that are watching and listening to this um you know if they were in pre 2017 they've watched their portfolios go up into you know very large amounts of money. Now, they probably didn't take it. A lot of them didn't take that because they don't have the experience of what to look for. And that did have a significant impact. I mean, it, you know, being a public figure in the space, geez, I, I cop a lot of flack for no, re, no real reason. I'm always kind to people because it's like, well, you know, normal happy people don't attack people for no reason that I don't really know. Um, it's water for ducks back for me. Eh, move on, get on with it. It's part of what I do, right? But with the money side of it, uh, when I started uh, doing what I was doing a while back, I, I sat down with my partner Ruth and just sort of said to her, look, we've got to have a figure. She's like, what are you talking about? We've got to have a figure of which we, I'm not suggesting that I stop or retire or whatever you want to call it, but there's got to be a number there that I stop and do a complete review with you. Um, And she's like, wait, I said, she what's the number. I told her the number. I'm not going to make the number public, but that number for me, it was, I can do anything I want at this number. So be aware of that and ask yourself what do you want because I've got cousins and whatnot that are managing you know 12 billion dollar funds in London that sort of thing they don't need to work another day of their life they've got plenty of money but they continue to push forward now if they've made the choice for themselves that's what they want they wish to continue to do hey fine power to them but a lot of people I think forget and that's why greed comes in they forget to ask themselves are you happy is yep. this what you truly want? You, depending on, it doesn't need to just come around money. Is this what you want? Because if this is not what you want, then why are you doing it? Uh, I think that's a really big step in the right direction for a lot of people. And look, sometimes I don't practice my preach. I've got to be honest. <laughs>
1: but So um, do I. I'm,
0: I'm with you there. Yeah, it's part of it. So what other stats you got there that we should be alarmed by?
1: Um, and then just from men's health in general. So I'll um, send you the link. But basically, if you guys want to read this further mental health report card, just like cancer, work, stress, like just stress in general from being the breadwinner generally, um, uh, all those sorts of things. But like on average, it kills eight people a day in Australia, six men, two women. Now, the the crazy thing is is that men aren't necessarily trying to take their life more than females. Like it's nearly even there. Men are just more And I use successful in, yeah. not in, you know what I mean? Like they just make do it, it. Do it. Do it. You know what I mean? Um, so I don't want, want to say successful and like, yay, but it's definitely not that. But yeah, they generally um, follow through with it. So the statistics are bad on both sides. Um, and the, the crazy thing is as well as like they've just shown pro. Um, a lot of people think suicide comes back to mental illness. You know, 80, uh, 78% of male farmers are suicide, like suicides, right? That's a huge number of suicide wow. farmers. So they're starting to take seriously more uh, lifestyle factors, right? So um, it's not in here. I wrote it on a post yesterday, but they're starting to take into account like social uh, relationships, lonely. I heard a stat at the mental health thing last week that being lonely is almost the equivalent of smoking 15 cigarettes a day. That's how damaging it is to your health. And once again, being lonely comes back to connection, communication, community, Right. So a lot of, a lot of all of this does come back to communication, connection and community. Yet, and you know, we've got podcast, we've got all these things that can create community, yet we still don't really know how to, how to get there, how to go beyond, you know, the microphone or the Instagram and stuff like that for a lot of people. And that's what we need to get people back into
0: Well, there's all these screens in front of me right now that I can communicate with everybody with. I just don't have to get close to them. And I think that's where a lot of the strength of um, a lot of the trolls out there, uh, you meet them face to face and they're like... (laughs) Uh, they don't like to meet you face to face but um look, there's a lot more that you do so let, let, let's skip away from that um, that mental health side just for a second because i think we covered that really well and of course if you do want to find out more about that if you do want to go along to one of these meets it's the man that can well obviously lachlan will take us through a, where to find out more information about what he's doing in that respect in just a moment i do follow the man on instagram he does have some great stories some great pieces in there. So i really do suggest that you do that uh, even if it's just a bit of a daily little dose of reminding you are not a piece of shit you are good let's get on with the day uh, I think that small little kick in the ass sometimes can really go a long way but you're also a coach now uh, you coach I know one of the people that you coach because I grew up with the guy uh, very successful fellow um, good friend of mine but you coach a bunch of other people as well now when it comes to the coaching side of things I mean what do you see as being I guess one of the single biggest things that hold people back because you get, you get to experience this because you are helping yeah. people through. I get to do it too. when I'm working with my apprentices in trading and there's, there is definitely certain things that, that are reoccurring from person to person, even different personalities have the same issues. What do you see as being one of the biggest things that holds people back from that success, taking that next step, getting through that glass ceiling?
1: Self-awareness for me, it is hands down self-awareness. Now that can come back to people just don't understand why they are the way they are. Or why they experience certain emotions, why they lack self-esteem, self-confidence, all of these sorts of things, and we go through life hanging around with the wrong people, mm. getting ourselves into situations we don't necessarily want to be in, and we never actually use all of that as feedback. Yep. So the moment we start looking at our life and the experiences that happen, you know, increasing self-awareness and give it as feedback as to what we want to do more of and what we shouldn't probably be do, doing more of it can help you grow and develop and understand yourself on a completely new level. Now you bring that back to the fact that we've all got 24 hours in a day. So we can't be friends with everyone. We can't make every event. We can't do everything. Yeah. So how, how do we go from being busy to be productive? Mm. Self-awareness. We understand what we value, uh, what things and people and experiences are going to enhance and give us those, fulfill those values. And then we continue to do more of that. Anything that doesn't align with our values, in my opinion, why are you doing it? Yeah, You're, you're just making yourself busy for the sake of being busy. Mm. You're generally going to... Yeah, it's a distraction. You, some people... And friends are the perfect example, right? We all went to primary school with people and unfortunately, most people will never leave that friendship group even if they're like, why the hell am I hanging out with this person anymore? And then I'll bitch about them behind their back and then next week, they're catching up with them again. Yeah, Common sense to me says don't do that. But self-awareness and I I was just going on a, a, a tangent there, but like self-awareness is the first thing that shows up. Like people just don't understand much about themselves. They just yeah. get in, get in this, Hands to wheel and they just go through the motion they don't really question things because life is because no one, enough.
0: no one questions them either i mean if yeah. you talk about these groups of people if, if if nobody's asking you the difficult questions then you don't have to answer those difficult questions so therefore you just stay on that treadmill and around and around and around you go and i, 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 I suspect that we're in your position where you're working with for somebody to be working with a to have the foresight to work with a coach is basically saying look can I have a hand I, you know, I've usually they've got some additional um, spending, so they've, got some, they've yep. got some disposable income. So they go, they're willing to invest in themselves. They might not have done that before in the past, yep. but having somebody like that to go, okay, well, you know, here's what you're good at and here's what you're not. Uh, a lot of people, especially that run their own businesses. Um, I, I see this a lot. They, um, and I'm the same you know, you run your own business. So I don't, I don't really, I've got business partners. So I do have to be accountable, but myself and my partners, like I got told today, why, why do you reply to that email? I'm like, because my focus for the week is this task and I'm going to get that done. And anything else, you know, if you're an email, you're chasing me, I'm chasing my result. My result is this, you're chasing yep. me for that. Well, that's not going to help me get my result done. But, there, but there's also a fine line between that as well. Cause we've got to have that communication. It's not easy being in business for yourself. It's not easy being an entrepreneur. There's all these people selling how wonderful it is and the ships. and Let me tell you something, ladies and gentlemen, it's the toughest thing you'll ever do. It's the most yep. rewarding thing you'll ever do, but it is really, really tough. So self-awareness. Eh? So if you've got that friend in your circle that you can actually sit down and speak to, I used to ask people, girls, especially when I was younger, uh, I'd always ask them, what what do you want to do? If you could be anything, what would you want to do? And that would it would, it would knock their heads off. They'd be like, what? Because they don't get asked those sorts of questions. I'm like, no, no, no. If you could be anything, because you can, what would it be? And and it, young gentleman out there, it, it's a cracker. Give it a go. Um, <laughs> but, you know, it, it's, it's, it's hitting them from the side of the, from a side. They go, hey, you, You're forcing me to think now. You've got to force yourself to think. You've got to get out of those comfort zones. If you want to stretch yourself, if you want to learn about who you are. Um, so it's people like Lockheed that can help and actually help us with that. Now, Lockie, we are getting towards the back end of our half hour slot here, mate. So what I want to ask you finally is just please, can you tell us and the audience uh, where they can find more information about you, what you're doing and also the man that can project. Awesome.
1: I really enjoy this half an hour as well. So where you guys can find me, the uh, website, www.LockyStuartCoaching.net. So that's, I'll put the spelling in the show notes or it's F T U A R T um, for that. Then Instagram is probably where I'm most active. So it's at Lachlan Stewart. Um, and then the man that can. So at the moment, the man that can in Brisbane, we want to uh, launch in Sydney within when I get back on the 8th. So I'll be in Sydney next week. So that's where you'll be able to find me. But definitely most active on Instagram just because, it's, you
0: know, it's, a, it's an incredible tool, I feel. Excellent. Well, mate, look, um, send me through all those links, send me through all those dates. Cause unless I'm in Noosa next week, which I am, uh, I'll be along. Um, and it'd be great to sit down and meet you, but ladies and gentlemen, uh, Lachlan Stewart, the man that can, and, uh, Lockie Stewart coaching. So get along, listen, and, uh, find out more information. Lockie, thanks so much for your time, mate. Thanks for having me. appreciate it. Ladies and gentlemen, have a fantastic day. Bye for now.